for listening to the Bloody Podcast. My name is Lori Rodenkamp, and I am joined by my co-host, Maria Felix, and our resident guest, Cash Abdumalik. Yay! Hey, what's the story? <laughs> <laughs> we spent a solid four and a half hours on uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> yes. If you guys, if anyone out there has a uh, something, anything better than a MacBook Air to throw over my way, I don't know. Maybe you work in computers. Maybe it's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you collect them. If we are the independently wealthy fans who would like to send us a computer, you know, <laughs> we'd appreciate it. <laughs> I, I will. Uh, I will say though that. Um, before we get into anything else, is does anybody else feel like MacBooks just get worse and worse instead of better and better? Yeah, they want the use. The old ones used to be like a solid rock, you know. Yeah. Used to be able to have them for, but that's like I think that's technology and stuff. You know, all, all all across the spectrum. You know, used to be able to like cars, for example, used to be able to own a car for like twenty years, and now you yeah, see if you got like a solid five or seven years out of them. Yeah. I don't know, man. Cassette players work pretty well. I think it's just these computers, these stupid ass computers. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we won't waste any more time. Cause today we have an episode by Lori. Yes. I don't even know the, the subject yet. What are we talking about? So we are talking about Natasha Beth Darcy and the murder of Matthew Dunbar. Oh, so this is uh this is my I did the research for this. So just lock in. Yay! Get ready. It's gonna go great. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Grab a drink. <laughs> yeah, grab a drink, smoke whatever you got. Even if it's not smokable, just light it on fire. And put it in your mouth. <laughs> inhale the fumes. Yeah, inhale the fumes. And enjoy. And enjoy. Okay. <laughs> So, Natasha Beth Darcy, 46, and Matthew Dunbar met on a dating website in 2014. Now, I don't know what dating website, so I'm just going to say Tinder, but who knows? 2014? Plenty of fish? Okay, Cupid. Okay, probably okay, Cupid. Yeah, probably okay, Cupid. All right. So, oh, this is in New South Wales, by the way. Cash was on there. Cash was on okay, Cupid. It was. My, I was my, on album. my brother met his first serious girlfriend on OkCupid. How long did they last? Four years? Four or five That's years? That's really good. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Were you on OkCupid? No. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, I went on OkCupid and I asked a friend of mine, Robin Lynn Norris, to create a profile to check out my profile to see if it, <laughs> if it was like weird, you know, because I had never created a dating profile before. So she created a dating profile that was just like, I love cats, meow, meow, meow. And like tried to make it as like least appealing as possible. And she got up to like 75 messages a day from men <laughs> trying to hit on her. And that's what birthed this live show that she did where she created different profiles and tried to, uh, and tried to see who, who would uh, contact her. And, you know, like what she could do to create a profile to get men not to contact her and what, what really worked. And it turned out that, like, anything worked when it came to men. Yeah. Yeah. Anything worked. Did she ever change the picture? Or was it always her picture? 
Uh, no, she changed. Yeah, she had a picture of somebody else in the beginning, and then she changed it to herself. And then her and this other guy created different fake profiles to see what what would work. And yeah, and then she did a live, and then she did a created a, a live show that now tours nationally. So wow, what's it called? I feel like we've talked about this before. Yeah, I forgot the name of it now, but it was like. <laughs> It was something okay Cupid a love story or something like that, but now it's something different. So Wow. But yeah. So that's my okay Cupid story. Nice. Yeah. So What's I, I, yours, Colin? Um <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay, what's our what's our story with Natasha? So Matthew Dunbar, yeah. So Natasha Beth Darcy. I'm just gonna refer them as Darcy and Dunbar from now on. Darcy and Dunbar. I like the Darcy was 46. Dunbar was 42. And Dunbar told friends that Darcy had actually chased him down online, which was a welcome change for him, for him because he felt like he was always doing the chasing. Oh. <laughs> friends and family also stated that Dunbar at this time was desperate to find love and start a family. It's nice to feel wanted. Yeah. Said Dunbar. Yeah. Yeah. After a short eight-month romance, the lonely sheep farmer professed his love for Darcy and her three children and moved them into his, onto his multi-million dollar 1,200-acre sheep farm called Pandora what? near Walcha, New South Wales. Nope. I... Yeah. Are we both shocked about the same thing? Yeah. He's a multi-million dollar sheep farmer. I never thought I would hear that. And and I get me it seems like there would be a lot of money in wool. I guess. I'm like, what are you doing on the fucking apps, dude? There's yeah. always money in the sheep farm. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's literally in the sheep farm. It's embedded yeah. in the walls. The sheep are made of money. I mean, if you're like a multi-millionaire, why don't you like go to like I don't know where millionaires meet each other. The Yacht Club? I think millionaires still have to go on apps because they don't have time to, like, go out because yeah. they're working. If I was a millionaire on an app, I'd be like, I'm broke, but I got a really good personality. And then you'd be like, oh, you're great. And I'd be like, guess what? I'm rich. <laughs> Sheep. Farm. Millionaire. It sounds like a movie. Well, also, his, his, his well, land was worth multi-million. I know what we can call it. Love ain't cheap. <laughs> I really want to give it the. No, that doesn't deserve it. it doesn't. It, but it's, it's not the right place for that. But it's it. It does deserve an aww. Yeah, that's an aww. Yeah, that's pretty cute. That is really. That is really cute. Um, so his land is worth. So he might not be worth that much. But I mean, I feel like if your land is worth a lot, then you yourself are worth a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because why would they unless they're trying to sensationalize and God forbid that you I, know investigators I do that. I can't imagine that. Why yeah, why would they say um multimillion like he brought her to his multimillion dollar farm, right? Is that what they put? Yeah. So <laughs> however, their romance was short lived because just a couple months later in May of 2015, Darcy was sent back to jail for stealing a former boyfriend's credit card and then making a false assault allegation against him in an attempt to get the cre stolen credit card charges dropped. 
She's not innocent. She pulled the wool over his eyes. Oh my God. Pat it, pat it down. No, 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 no. Oh, no. You'll know okay. when. Okay. You'll know when. You're waiting. You have one in the chamber. Hmm. We're just going to see what happens. I got to get my throat ready because that one hurt. And I that I wasn't even really trying. So. <laughs> Do you spend the whole night screaming? Oh, I spent the whole night with a fan blowing in my face. So that that's was, really bad for you. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. All right. So this offense, this stolen credit card thing, actually was the reason why she went to jail was she was on parole for trying to <laughs> attempting to murder her ex. So she, oh, this, shit. this breached her parole. So that's why she went back to jail. She's crazy. So <laughs> while in jail. So she has a history. Yes. And I'll get to that history later with some information, but I just, just to preface that I had to bring that up. So while in jail, Dunbar looked after her kids for two years, right? He took care of her kids, but she wasn't, she, her main focus was getting him to leave her everything in his will. And she would text him constantly. How long were they together before he started, like before she went to jail? Oh, 2014. To twenty fifth May of twenty fifteen, so not that long. He's looking after her kids. Yeah, He's a nice guy. It's a very nice dude. Yeah, seriously, I would have been like, "All right, peace out, bye, you guys." Yeah, sorry, kid. Hope you make it out alive. See you later. So, what is she, what is she again? She's British. She's from from Wales. 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 She, yeah, she's Welsh. So, this is a one text message she texted him right before she went to prison. Don't forget, you need to change your will. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's what Catherine Zeta-Jones sounds like. I don't um, know. They're not Irish. They're was not, that, which was I, that I, at? I yeah, I just Was talking. that Irish? I think so. <laughs> and all don't that forget, <laughs> Don't forget, you need to change your will. Yeah, against Sean like Connery. Yes. Don't forget, you need to change your will, boy. <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> Don't forget to need to change your will. There we there go. go. There we go. That's Welsh. That's Welsh. <laughs> so, and then while she was in prison, she kept, she would call him and send him messages like this. Can you promise to do one thing for me this week? Call solicitor for appointment to sort your will. <laughs> so then finally, after much hounding, Dunbar finally sent her a message saying that he had done what she asked asked i'll send this to cash again or i'll send it to you marie thank you oh god yes it could be dunbar <laughs> hi dunbar dunbar is matthew right matthew yeah. dunbar yeah and he's welsh as well yes they're all welsh everyone it doesn't matter i don't need wait, wait, wait. i don't know he's... why we're trying to confirm this you're not gonna be able to do the accent <laughs> i know wait, no, no. he's chinese <laughs> go for it no no, no. you monster <laughs> Not even a little right, bit. To cancel me and I won't have it. Okay, so Matthew said, Rang solicitor and organized will change. I love you so much, beautiful. XOXOXOXOXOXOXOXOXOXOX. So. Is X kiss and always hug? Hugs would be the X and O would be the kisses because... It's always hugs and kisses. So he's all kiss, a 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 kiss, Yeah. Hug. Yeah. on the hug. It's weird. He did end on the hug. It's a little strange. Yeah. 
So, however, when Darcy was released from prison, Dunbar was telling friends and family that there was a noticeable change in Darcy's attitude towards him. She became extremely emotionally manipulating towards Dunbar, gaslighting him with cruel comments and goading him to take his own life. She didn't become. She just got worse. Mm -hmm. Like, she clearly was already doing all these things. She just got meaner while in prison. Big surprise. Yeah. (laughs) So, someone took my fruit cup. You know what? You suck. It's like, mm-hmm. I didn't take your fucking fruit cup. <laughs> she, Chill out. Darcy, after a fruit cup incident, Darcy once asked Dunbar <laughs> if the rafters in the shed were high enough for him to hang himself. Is it on the phone? This yeah. Is on the phone. This is all just on the phone. Yeah. This is all like stuff that she was doing, like telling friends and family and she was doing to uh, him as well. That's so fucked up to say to somebody over the phone. Are the rafters high enough in your house for you to hang yourself? Yeah. I want you to <laughs> Matt, Matt, <laughs> Matt, I want you to go take a look at the fucking rafters in your house right now. Matt, you say you say anything. <laughs> Matt, Matt. <laughs> 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 Matt, shut up for a second. Shut up, shut up, shut Your kids are okay. I don't know if that's what you're calling. Oh. Hang yourself. Yeah. Do you want to talk to the kids? No, 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 no. I need you to go take a look at the rafters. For so- I think she should sound like a sassy, a sassy black lady at this point. No. What would that sound like? Look at here. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. It's Nini. It's Nene. It's Nene Lakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pointy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Darcy you had suggested that they start sleeping in separate rooms. And she also began spending an increasing amount of time with her ex, Colin Crossman. Which, when we get to his story, it's going to be like, what the hell? What has she got going on that these guys keep coming back to her? Yeah. I love it. So. She, is she hot? I mean, no, I, I like looks are relative in my opinion. I feel like it's more attitude really sells it. But, you know, if there's an initial attraction, there's initial attraction. But to me, no, she but again, I mean, I'm coming at this from she's a murderer. So, you know, <laughs> well, no one else is yet, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. On the afternoon of June 13th, my birthday, six weeks before the murder, Darcy and Dunbar had a heated argument over a loan he'd given to an ex-girlfriend. It got so serious that uh, Dunbar ran to his shed and grabbed a gun and then sent Darcy text messages threatening that he would kill himself. Hmm. Darcy did... So he is also problematic. Yes, so he's got issues, for sure. Yeah. Darcy didn't, didn't text anything to tell him to stop or anything. She just later on in the night texted him and asked him to bring food home for dinner. Oh, so she's out now. She, yeah, she's out. <laughs> I thought it was texting her in jail. No. Oh, so she's out. They live together. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. I'll bring home some dinner. Yeah. <laughs> no. Can we get, can we get some chicken? I think that's a pretty adequate response, especially if this guy does this all the time. <laughs> Because it sounds like he does. If he does it all the time, it's just like... mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So his friends and family were so worried about his mental health that they pushed him to A, turn in his gun to the police, and B, 
they suggested he go to a mental health facility in Tamworth. So he stayed at this mental health facility for a while. And they were the like everybody in this town was so suspicious. This is the craziest part. Everybody in this town was so suspicious of Darcy that the local police had even set up a strike force looking into ways that Darcy might be attempting to murder Dunbar even before okay. he was murdered. So everyone does think coming is coming at it like she is a murderer as yes. well. But what I think is so crazy, it's like you've set up a strike force and the strike force didn't predict that she would kill him in his house. Like it, the way that she killed him was just like so it was like, that's the first thing I would go to. Who was the strike force? Like the strike force does not enter into places where they are not invited. That's right. That is the first rule of strike force. Yeah. Strike force. Strike force. We're supposed to say it on cue. One, two, three. Strike force. Great. Like the entire- get lunch. Shut up. Like, yeah. Don't tell me to shut up. I'm in charge. <laughs> like, the entire, like the entire the first two meetings of Strike Force were just figuring out A, who's in charge, and B, like what what colored jackets they're going to have. Like, uh, C, you weren't there. You're not in Strike Force. <laughs> Strike Force. I'm sorry. Oh, you should be looking at my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> We practiced this. It's in the eyes. Sorry, you're it's, it's, in, it's, it's always in the eyes. One. Strike force. Yeah, <laughs> Maria. You. First off, you look at his mouth, not his eyes. I think that's the main problem. Oh. Let's say. If I was in stri- if I had been asked to be joint strike force, this would have been a whole better operation. You know why you are not invited to strike force? Yeah. I might be broccoli. Strike force will probably return. Okay. <laughs> All right. So August second, twenty seventeen, Dunbar was found dead in his bed at his at his uh, Pandora property. Aww. Darcy called the paramedics after claiming that she found him unconscious in his bed. When paramedics arrived, they pronounced him dead at the scene, but then Darcy flew into a fit and demanded that they perform CPR on him, even though it was, you know, pretty clear that he was dead because he was found with a bag over his head. And then the bag had a duct taped hose that connected to a gas canister. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy that she was like, take off, take off the bag and do CPR. Like, <laughs> it's like now. Yeah, that's nuts. Is it? Is it though? Because I'm let's go. She murdered him, right? Is what we're going to get to. Yes. And and then that way they're tampering with the scene. It's kind of smart. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. So but like accidentally smart. Is it? Mm. So police, if police were suspicious of Darcy before the murder, it was her attitude the night of Dunbar's uh, death that cemented their suspicions. For one, Darcy couldn't stop giggling while she was talking to two detectives who had arrived at the, who had arrived at the scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. So my husband said, <laughs> "Yes, he died. He died. <laughs> he's, he's in the other room. I'm sorry." <laughs> So, uh, and then the second one was the detectives were walking around the kitchen asking her questions about her husband's mental health. And all of a sudden she just blurts out, you probably seen my coffee machine. (laughs) 
You can give it a whirl if you like. Just press a button and a cappuccino comes out. <laughs> <laughs> now they're like, thanks, man. Yeah. Like well, <laughs> cops like coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You have a donut machine? Stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so then also another weird thing was that everybody had known, because this is like a small town, right? So everybody had known that these two met online, right? Mm-hmm. But then for some reason, Darcy claims that her and Dunbar didn't meet online, that they met when Dunbar had found her on the side of the road walking in the rain. Well, I mean, this is still the time when it was like embarrassing to say you met online. That's true. It's a little bit more, not totally, because it's 2014, so it's not that long ago. I'm but gonna, I'm going to say that I feel like you guys are justifying her actions in this thing. Don't rub cash into this. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> There's always one of us who I feel like sides with the murderer. In this episode, I feel like it's Maria. We always have to play devil's advocate. We have to see all sides. You never know. Okay, sense. we've had some very special cases where, you know, the murderer isn't the murderer. Maybe that's what you found here. We don't know yet. You know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> the justification. <laughs> we don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> devil's advocate. So, Let's go. So, Darcy then, so Darcy's talking to these detectives, and all of a sudden, she just blurts out a reason for why she thinks Dunbar killed himself. And this is what her first reason. Matthew's gay. Just to add another angle. And then she adds, to further compound on the gay thing. I think he had a lot of issues to do with, to do with that. Like, there was a lot of depression. Uh, was tough being a farmer. You know, being gay. <gasps> Bitch! <laughs> And then the weirdest one was she tell she's tell, telling the police about how her on August first her and Dunbar had gone to Woolworths in the afternoon, and this is what she says about that. Matt loves grocery shopping. That's one of the things I love about him. He's a great shopper. Oh, he's just so good and can always find bargains and everything. And yeah, it must be the gay in him. <laughs> oh my that goodness! Is, I feel like she's tacking that on to anything. Yeah, he returned to videotapes and he always around because he was gay. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's just taking care of yourself and doing the right thing is always. It's like if it's a man, it's oh, it's gay. Yeah, yeah, it's so gay. So another reason she gave for Dunbar taking his life was that he was gay and he had just received bad news from a specialist about a leg injury, and he had told Darcy that he would be she would be better off without him. In fact. He, she said that the last thing he said to her before he, well, the last thing he said to her before she found him dead was, <laughs> what, what, "What if he got a leg injury?" And she's like, "Well, he got the leg injury because he's because he's gay. Because he's gay. Yeah, something about the meat. Something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Come on, <laughs> girl. <laughs> so okay, sorry. <laughs> You know, just because the cops took my guns doesn't mean I still can't kill myself. And just because they talk like this doesn't mean anything about my sexuality. <laughs> sexuality. <laughs> that last sentence was not in, was not part of Dunbar's. No, it was. It was, guys. I mean, he. So she said that he said this, or he sent 
he He's, sent she said that this was the last thing he said to her before he before she found inevitably found him dead logical thing to say if you are thinking of killing yourself so is that yeah. it's like i don't need a gun to kill myself i mean yeah right you don't so it's true yeah there's less gruesome ways to go out like the way he used well <laughs> not, so, him. not him sorry Oh, my God. He said she said. So police arrest her that night and begin an investigation that shows from the get-go Darcy had planned to murder Matthew Dunbar. Yeah. February 2017, she begins a series of online searches that kept going all the way up until Dunbar's death. These search results were for how to natural causes, natural causing poisons from spiders, mushrooms, and toxins and fungi she also googled 11 toxic plants that look like food she then googled how to commit murder <laughs> yes this is the lady i think it is she's the meme yeah she then, she's... she then googled murdered by injection oh, she yeah. also googled 99 undetectable poisons yes and wow. she lastly googled can police see websites you visit on your mobile <laughs> My favorite one. It's my favorite one. I just saw this. I just saw this meme. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> this is the funniest fucking thing ever. <laughs> because she's an older lady, right? Like, oh. no, she's not. She's not that. She's forty something. She she's thought a, she was, she's middle aged. Yeah. Oh well, never yeah. mind that. I thought the picture I saw made her look older. So I was like, oh, it's just, you would, you know, like, it makes sense that an old killer yeah. would look this up. <laughs> right after she's done. Like, oh, oh, okay. Um, so. <laughs> can police see this? <laughs> and then it gives this complex explanation about VP Ed. So she just, like, fucking checks out. She's uh, like, ah, eh, probably not. Yeah, probably. VP Ed, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw this away. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awful. <laughs> that's, that's that sounds like me watching yeah. an illegally downloaded movie. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm going to watch it anyways. <laughs> yes! I'm going to hate myself, but I'm still going to watch yeah. it. You get a bill, you're like, the crow too? That's not even good. <laughs> so on June 19th, 2017, Darcy then tried to get RAND sedatives from three different vets. She reached out to a vet, a uh, doctor, Rachel Grieg, which I'm G R E I G. So I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. It could be Grieg, but I'm going to say Grieg. Dr. Rachel Grieg was so taken aback by Darcy's request that she phoned Dunbar to ask him if he needed Ram sedative. And when he didn't, when he said he did not, and he didn't know why she was looking for that, Dr. Grieg then then called the local police and made a statement about Darcy's attempt to purchase a drug she had no use for. And she is- must have been so goddamn awkward asking for it. It's oh, just she weird. Giggling? Just like fucking... <laughs> like, dude, it's obvious. You're yeah. trying to do some dirty shit. She would be giggling the whole time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> Morphe, do you have any of that? No, none of that? <laughs> I'm just asking. It's just... Enough to take a man down. <laughs> what a creep. Hey, it's just those long, like, 
long hey so do you maybe have some it's like a whale sound <laughs> have some wham maybe I don't know she's like what's happening I will call the cops <laughs> what's it called ram sensitive yeah I guess well I guess in Wales rams are more of a prevalent thing so they use ram sedative also hey. pretty not not too suspicious no she lives on a sheep farm well but they did call her uh boyfriend slash husband i don't i think it's just her boyfriend and he said no he had no absolutely no use for ram sedative so <laughs> my so. rams need to be good and ready <laughs> yeah awake so police also discovered that dunbar uh, sorry, that Dar- Darcy had re- conducted two dry runs of poisoning Dunbar to see what would work better. The first time she'd injected Rand sedative into Dunbar's leg, and the second she'd given him an <laughs> overdose of her son's medication. How did she do the leg? Did she just come up to him at the dinner table? Yeah, just like stick it under the table or something. I don't know. Oh not God. even. She just comes over and he, she, here's the salt. And here's this. <laughs> ah, what's that? Medicine, you said your leg hurt. Yeah. You said <laughs> you were suicidal, suicidal, suicidal about your leg. <laughs> oh, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't get that out. That was a... <laughs> so... They then discovered that what they pro- what probably ended up happening was she had used a Nutribullet to blend a cocktail of sedatives that she gave wow. to Dar- uh, Dunbar, and then when he was un- then when he was passed out or unconscious or sedated, she used a uh, <clears throat> bag that she had duct taped a a gas tank to um, and put it over his head, killing him. I used to have a Nutribullet. It was really good for mixing up a whole bunch of stuff when I was making pesto or when I was making dip or anything like that. Sometimes I mix clay together with a little bit of oil and wash, put it in a Nutribullet, put it right in the, uh, into the uh, washing, Machine. the dishwasher, and came out just perfect. So, yeah. you know, if you're out there and you're looking for a new thing to mix stuff. Mix, mix your dip. drugs with. Yeah, mix your it drugs with. It's great on the go. Like, you just get, like, the bullet and then you put in, like, a smoothie. Bana- mm-hmm. frozen bananas and strawberries and some lactate milk and then you can just take the cup with you just screw on a lid it's great i love it's it. pretty good no fuss no muss if yes. nutribillet nutribillet wants to sponsor us i mean i'm already a member so. i can't think of a finer product yeah <laughs> it's also great for apparently killing people so you know, oh yeah that that's the second mind. use yeah 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 it says so on the box but that's what Natasha was saying the whole time they were interviewing her. She still had the Nutribullet with her. She's she just kept it. talking about the benefits about the Nutribullet. She's doing the fucking commercial. She's like, like a different color lens you can fucking put on so you yeah. know this is what's in this one. <laughs> she, does, she does like the the infomercial thing where she's like, this is what happens when I try and put a regular blender together. And she's like, eh, I can't do it. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, her hands fall. Yeah. Like- <laughs> There's got to be a better way. There is. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's like that would be. I think that would be an interesting thing to take is like uh, killers like doing infomercials for things they use to kill people with. Like Ted Bundy, <laughs> he could use a wrench. He could mm-hmm. use like a, a Leatherman's wrench. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh Richard? boy, 
How many times have I used this wrench to knock a woman unconscious so I could rape and murder her? <laughs> Dahmer would talk about his hammer, his favorite hammer, his favorite mm-hmm. and his his hip, favorite uh, drill. Drill. To, yeah. yeah. Workman's drill. Yep. Fucking yeah. DeWalt. <laughs> I just looked at mine on the floor. I was like, steady. Eileen Warner would probably be a Chrysler for a car. You know, she'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, when I'm giving a blowjob to a dude in the back of a car, when I'm giving a a dry blowjob to a man that I'm about to kill in the back of a car. <laughs> I don't like the man, but I love the upholstery. <laughs> Guys, I think we have a business here. I think, I think it's we, great. I think we have an ad agency. <laughs> We're the next White and Kennedy. All right. <laughs> so... Now, Can we come back to the office and see you guys and be like, 18 no's. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, a lot of cease and desists. We've gotten yeah. a lot. We've been, we've been shut down. <laughs> Two soft no's. Soft no's. Uh, which, you know what? I'm just going to report these to the police just to be safe. <laughs> uh, we had somebody who volunteered to, uh, <laughs> to do an infomercial. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send his infomercial to the police because I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure a good it's idea. a snuff film. So <laughs> he's a dangerous person. Yeah. So the reason why did why did she go to these great lengths to kill Dunbar in this way? Well, mm. because she failed miserably at killing her ex that still would sleep with her afterwards, Colin Crossman. So on January nineteenth, two thousand nine, while Crossman was asleep. Darcy took a tin of petrol from the garage and poured its contents all over the floor and the bedroom where he was sleeping and set fire to the house. Damn. She mm. had knocked out Crossman with a, sedat- with a sedative cocktail and that she had given him through a taco. <laughs> that she made in the Nutribullet? She gave him through a taco? <laughs> he loved tacos. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I love tacos. I gotta be honest, that would really ruin Taco Tuesdays for me. If, yeah. If I was taco. and then my house was set on fire, I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna switch it. It's gonna be to Taquitos Tuesdays from now on. I love taquitos too. Yeah. <laughs> Just working my way through them. All savory wrapped things. Yeah. Yeah. He survived. Whoa. And he woke up in the emergency room at Tamworth hospital. Can you imagine that you're eating a taco that your wife made for you? And then the next thing you wake up in a hospital and they're like, ah, she burned down your house. (laughs) What happened to the taco? (laughs) Did I I digest it? Days before January 16th. So this January 19th, she burns down his house, right? January 16th. She hit him in, in the head with a hammer while he was doing working in the garage. And struck him in the left temple. Ouch, dude. God. In the temple? Oh, man, that really... That's not the back of the head. That's... No. mm. Even the back of the... Ugh. Just getting... Ugh. The previous month, she had taken a life insurance policy uh, out on him, which would have given her $700,000 if he passed away. Uh Uh-huh. It's a healthy fucking amount. In 2012, she was convicted of intentionally starting a fire... And assaulting her ex-husband, Colin Crossman. She pled guilty to destroying property by fire and signed an agreed statement of facts 
that outlined how she had also also belted cross the crossman across the head with a hammer. She was jailed for nine months. Now this is a crazy thing. Cross Colin Crossman is a paramedic, and Colin Crossman was one of the first responders on the scene when Dunbar died. Right. Wow. Yeah. Did he? Did he know? Did they know each other? Yeah, they yeah. knew each other. They knew of each other. Also, what's really creepy is that he would later, while the, while she was dealing with her trial stuff, Colin Crossman would move into the property, the Pandora property that Dunbar owned, and live with with his ex wife and their kids. What? Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the reasoning. I, that's what I'm saying. Is like, does she have like a magic vagina again? I'm just going to say this. Anytime a man is so devoted to a woman that is just doing him dirty, I just automatically think she's activating his prostate. That's exactly what's happening. Because I just, she's milking him. Yeah. I well, he imagine. moves in there with his ex-wife too, though. So like maybe he knew something about the murder. Maybe that's why she tried to kill him. No, too. she killed him. Pri- she tried to kill him prior. Oh, this was maybe all... she's promising him like we'll get back together. We can fucking fix this, and he's like, "Really?" And maybe. then he goes back, and then and then she's like, "Man," he's like, "Oh, you got me again." Yeah, well, I guess that would be what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's probably just a prostate. I have a question. Oh, I see. Cash, if Maria, <clears throat> if Maria hit you in the head with a hammer, would you get back mm-hmm. together with her? Did he though? Like that? I'm sorry, I'm confused about the timeline. Okay, wait, wait. We'll, we'll, we'll wait to answer that question first. What's so up? So in tw- 2009, she hits him in the head. She hits Colin Crossman in the head with a hammer, and then three days later, she knocks him out and sets fire to their house. Okay. She's then convicted in 2012 of doing that and sent to jail for like I think eight months. Right? What does it say? Uh, nine months. It- and then she do, and she's then she gets out and does it again to yeah she's out on probation Dunbar. she's out on probation she meets Dunbar in 2014 and they quickly start they quickly move in together but then she seals her an ex boyfriend's credit card and uh, charges some stuff and then tries to fake aggravated assault to get him to drop the stolen credit card charges which doesn't work and it violates her probation from the time when she tried to kill her ex husband. So she goes back to jail for two years and then uh, she gets Dunbar to give, to leave everything in his will. As soon as she gets out of jail, she starts, you know, basically trying to goad him to kill himself for a year. When that doesn't work, she starts Googling ways to kill him that make it look like a suicide. Uh, And then she eventually gets some sedatives, mixes it up in a Nutribullet and then puts a gas bag over his head. And kills him. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. It's pretty fun. I hope everybody fun. understands. Yeah. And then she claims <laughs> towards the police that he killed himself because he was gay and he had a leg injury. You know. A gay- because of being gay. Yeah. Because of being gay. Yeah. Of- uh, tried and true, yeah. my leg hurts because I'm gay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because- I wonder if somebody listening to this is going to be like, my leg hurts. <gasps> Oh my what a God. breakthrough! Okay. <laughs> I hope, yeah, I hope a marriage is destroyed because of this podcast. No, I just hope someone is enlightened and can move upon their oh. life journey. No, I yeah. really, I really want a marriage to be destroyed. Okay, well, <laughs> well speaking of marriages being destroyed, uh, 
the crazy answer part... to okay. the answer to your question about if I would leave if Maria would hit me with a hammer is a trick question because Maria would never hit me with a hammer. Correct. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a hypothetical, but it's it's such a crazy <laughs> your hypothetical question. can go fuck it. Okay. <laughs> I will call the strike force. Strike force. Strike force. Did oh. you get here early? <laughs> I was waiting in this bushes. You were Why didn't anybody tell me about the bush? Guys, he's dead. You failed. You got to move. Oh, strike force. Strike force. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? Get out. Get out of this podcast. It's fine. We're going to go get some tacos. Tacos, 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 They say that all the way to the restaurant. And they get in there. They're still just like, tacos, tacos, tacos. Tacos, 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 tacos. He's like, all right, all right. Oh, my God. And it's the old spaghetti factory. I guess we'll make them tacos. So You have the ingredients. That's like uh, my mom when my brother was little. My brother always asked for chocolate milk, and we'd go to different restaurants and be like, oh, we don't have chocolate milk. And she'd be like, do you have milk? Yes. Do you have chocolate syrup? Yes. Well, then you have chocolate milk. That is correct. (laughs) Five chocolate milks. (laughs) All right. So now Darcy was offered a plea, so the Crown charges her with, uh, first they charge her with aiding and abetting a suicide, right? The Crown? Yeah. So oh, wow. They, they charge her, so she pleads not guilty to murder, but then guilty to aiding and abetting a suicide, which then, the, because of all the information the Crown found out, at, you know, i.e. the Google searches of, like, how to get away with murder and can, can police access your phone, you know, searches. Yeah, her log of murder. Yeah. It uh, sounds like we're talking about all of my favorite shows. How to Get Away with Murder, Crown. <laughs> Strike Force. Strike Force. <laughs> you know, there is a show called Strike Force. I know it's a show called Strike Force. <laughs> <laughs> you ripped this off. <laughs> it's crazy. So when uh, in Wales, and there was to be other parts of the Commonwealth, you get charged with the crown when you get charged with a crime. Yeah. The crown, I guess is like, so like, you know how it's always like the government versus blah, blah, blah. If it's a federal case, I guess that would yeah, be yeah. like the crown versus, you know, Natasha, Beth Darcy. That's kind of funny because hmm. when you say the feds are coming after you, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. But if you say the crowd is coming after you, it sounds like a good time. It sounds like tea time. It sounds like a little old lady is like in her, <laughs> is coming after you. And it's like, yeah, come after me. I could just, a swift wind would knock her down. Like, yeah, yeah, I will walk away. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth in like a sidecar. Yeah. <laughs> With one of those guards driving. Yeah. <clears throat> it sounds like the queen in the Pope's mobile just coming, coming after you. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Destroy him. <laughs> Darcy pleaded not guilty to murder, but guilty to aiding and abetting a, a Dunbar suicide. But then they threw that out. So they were just charging her with murder. Mm. So she's on remand for murder, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow in prison or, or I don't know if she was out on parole or what, but she watches, she watches an old Frasier episode <laughs> where Niles is getting a divorce from his wife. And his wife is claiming that he was having an affair with Daphne. So Niles needs Fraser or needs someone 
Frazier to lie and say that he didn't know that Niles was ever in love with Daphne, which is like the big joke of the show because Niles is always in love with Daphne. Right. Uh, so she writes a friend. I, probably, I know what she's probably eating in jail. What? Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and maybe I seem a bit confused. Well, maybe, but I've got you pigs. <laughs> but I don't know what to. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So Darcy writes a friend and offers $20,000. And she says, uh, she, sa- she writes her friend this I was watching an episode of Frasier when Niles needed him to lie in court and say that he didn't know that Niles was in love with Daphne. Mm hmm. It got me thinking. Mm. If only I could ask somebody to say that Matthew told them he was planning his suicide maybe a few or several days before he passed. Right, right. Mm. Now. <laughs> you sound like Professor McGonagall in Harry Potter. <laughs> Do I? Can you say Harry Potter? Yeah. In Harry Potter. There you go. Yep. Yeah. That's Professor. Oh, the old lady. Yeah. yeah. Harry Potter. Off with the pants. What? Is that the end of it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and glaze over. Yeah, glaze over the yeah. fucking main point. <laughs> that's the weird thing about these quotes, because they're so fucking open-ended. It's so silly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like, so no word on whether or not that was ever... <laughs> so did her friend do it? No. Her... <laughs> no, she, her friend never did it. Uh, crazy, Her right? friend just got the message and was just like, no. No, I'm okay. <laughs> No. I'm ignoring that text. Yeah, that never happened. Also, everybody everybody thought that Darcy killed him. So it was like, it was funny that she messaged anyone because everyone was like, you for sure killed him. Uh, so <laughs> after two month trial and three days of deliberation, the New South Wales Supreme Court jury found Darcy guilty of murdering Dunbar. What? Me? <laughs> Why? <laughs> she's still laughing. Darcy will be sentenced in October, and she's facing a maximum penalty of life in prison because they do not have the death penalty in Wales, New South Wales. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's the story of Natasha Beth Darcy, that poor sheep farmer. All he wanted was a was a lady mm-hmm. to keep him company. Yeah, you know sometimes they say like if you just lower. If you're if you're too picky, if you just lower your standards a t- tiny bit, you know it's like, oh, I want I want a man who's you know who's organized. And it's like if you just lower your standards, like okay, maybe he's or schedule organized, but maybe he leaves his dirty socks on the floor. Like lower your standards a little bit. Like I want a woman who can cook and clean. It's like okay, well maybe she can cook, but maybe she leaves you know the toilet seat you know down or something. It's like yeah, do that, but don't lower your standards so much to where a woman who just got out of parole for killing uh, trying to kill her ex-husband is the ma- is the one that you want to l- yeah be with yeah well maybe to to dunbar that was the equivalent of leaving your socks on the floor because when you're a sheep farmer you see some shit <laughs> yeah. down. now that was unintentional but you fucking just joined the force you did strike force strike force <laughs> you're, never, the team. you're never gonna say it at the same time Well, on that note, thanks everybody. 